Hey everyone, welcome to the What Do Women Know About Sports podcast. I am Brie Nicole. And I am Vicky D. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have some news to discuss in this episode. There has been a lot of things happening over the past week, so let's get started. And we are going to start with our very own St. Louis Blues. The Blues are headed to the Western Conference Finals. They beat out the Dallas Stars in Game 7. They actually went on to play in double overtime in that game. So congratulations to them. Big ups to the Blues. I hope they win in the Western Conference Finals against the San Jose Sharks and make it on to the Stanley Cup Finals. We need that. Yes, speaking of uh, the Sharks, I personally did not want to face them because we have went against them a few times, like in the regular season, and we've always lost. So was not too happy with uh, facing the Sharks. So um, it's all good. It's all good. It's a little revenge. So we'll get we'll get our revenge. So it's it's all good. And you never know, like playing in the regular season, it's a different mindset than playing in the finals, especially a Western Conference Finals. It may be a different mindset. True, and it's also a different team than it was before. Yeah, it's a different team. They've made it this far. They are halfway to reaching their like ultimate goal of getting a Stanley Cup. This can be a turnaround for them. So I'm excited. Um, I was – listen, I won't even lie to y'all. When the game – when game seven hit the first overtime, I was like, they tired. They've played a full 60 minutes. Now we're going to overtime. Listen, they not gonna make it. And then and then when it went to the second overtime, I was like, Oh, why? Why isn't nobody won yet? But then when they put it off and like they won, I was like really excited. Um it was a big thing for the city. Um and a hometown kid scored the winning goal. His son was crying in the stands. That's a big moment. That's a special moment for him. I love it. Yeah, that was that was cute. That was cute. <laughs> But but we we we've gone in a pattern between uh, the Sharks and the Blues. So last year I think they won against us. Now this time it's our turn. So hopefully and, and we have the odds of winning anyway, like the whole thing. So we in there. I'm not worried. We're up. We're I think they're up two one right now. So it's still time. Listen, this is our time. This is our moment. I just feel it that the Blues are going to win this. I feel like the Blues are going to win the Western Conference Finals, and we're going to go to Stanley Cup Finals, and we're going to take it on. I just, I know. I feel it. Yes. <laughs> it's probably going to go to, I would say it will go to six games. The Western Conference Finals? Yes. I feel like it will go to uh, six games. I think it's more like seven, but um, we shift. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm very optimistic. I'm thinking it's going to go more like seven games. Um, but listen, on whether it goes to seven or six, I'm excited. So it is, it is what it is. Okay. Um, also, as far as hockey goes, in the Eastern Conference Finals, the Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah, it was the Boston Bruins and the Carolina Hurricanes. They have already played their first game. And the Boston Bruins are currently leading the series to the one. They play game two Sunday, May 12th. Um, here's the thing. The Boston Bruins are a really good team. And so this series between the Bruins and the Hurricanes, I honestly feel like it's going to be the Bruins series. Um, 
I feel like they wanted maybe a little bit more. Um, and it's just my opinion. I feel like the Bruins are going to win it. I'm not going to say the Bruins are going to give a sweep, but I do feel like the Bruins are going to take the series and they are going to win it maybe in, in like five games. I'll get them five. Okay. We'll see. So it might be the Bruins versus the Blues, perhaps? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Yeah. That's what you. I'm going for. I'm going <laughs> for a Bruins-Blues matchup. Bruins-Blues matchup. I'm excited. Listen, this is good hockey. If you have never watched a hockey game or or even been to a game in your city, please go or at least watch it on TV. It is very, very exciting. It's good, exciting hockey. I love it. All right. Now, on to these uh, Redbirds, Cardinals. Listen, these are currently your Redbirds, uh, not mine. Not mine. Oh, you mad. <laughs> Listen, I don't – here's the thing. Last week, you was all about they're currently still in number one – they doing this. They doing that. Victoria, where they at now? They are number three. They're sitting <laughs> in the third spot in the Central and ninth overall. Up. <laughs> the Cubs beat us. The Cubs and the Brewers. It's not good. And the Phillies. So what's up? I'm talking about in, in the um, in the uh, National League uh, Central. It's the Cubs and the Brewers that are ahead of us. I don't understand. Listen, the, that whole series against the Cubs was just like, they didn't win not one game. They played three games in that series. They didn't win not Yeah, they ripped this. They ripped this. But, you know, we, we, we're up against the Pirates right now in the four-game series, so we won the first game. We trashed the Pirates, okay? The score was 17-4. to four. Crazy. Now they've lost. Okay, that was one game. Yeah, I know, I know, but that was ridiculous. They let us score that many points. Pitching was terrible. It was an off day. Uh, apparently, pitching was terrible. It was an off day for that team. I get him there. I just don't understand. <laughs> like we were sitting in the number one spot for a minute. I don't know if they're lags, if they've been partying too hard with the St. Louis Blues because they have been supporting them. I appreciate that. Support your listen, support your other team in the same city. But it's time to get together. They know, went we from be out these cubs, man. First like, in the central to third. Listen, and granted, I'm gonna continue to say it's early, but it's not looking too good at the moment. However, it is still yeah. Cardinals all day. Red birds. I'm just I want them to um be consistent. Don't just I don't want them to try to pick it up and want to be aggressive and want to win games uh, when it's time for playoffs in the World Series. No. Keep that same energy through the entire season. Keep that energy. Keep that energy. Keep that same energy. So, Victoria. Yes. Let's talk about basketball, okay? Shall we? Where should we start? Um. Okay. First, let's start with you know, these Boston Celtics and these Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. I want to start by saying congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks. They are going on to the Eastern Conference Finals. They beat out the Boston Celtics in a series of going – they won the series 4-1. They won in game five. And they actually won 116-91. to That's almost a blowout, if you ask me. And uh, as far as I'm, as far as I can tell, the Bucks haven't won since what two thousand and one. 
Yes. Yes. So it's been a minute. It's been that long. Yeah. So I, I congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks. I was rooting for the Celtics. I was rooting for them. I, in the previous podcast, I was rooting for the Celtics to win. If I, I said if the Golden State Warriors did not win, then the Celtics had a chance and they they blew it. Honestly, they won first. They won the first game. And then ended up winning four, lost four games in a row. Lost four in a row. Yeah. They showed up for the very first game. The very first game they showed up and Paul Pierce made this statement of the Bucks are not going to win. And after he made that statement, the Bucks flipped the switch and the Celtics lost every other game after. Yep. So I'm, so I'm not saying that Paul Pierce is a jinx, but. He's going to smoke too soon. Basically, it's only it was only one game. He should not have spoke too soon. You spoke too soon after one game, and granted, I I understand why he spoke that soon. Like Paul Pierce played for the Boston Celtics, but listen, and then the Celtics blew him out in the first game. That it was it was a blowout, and so I get why he spoke too soon. But then again, it was game one. True. So I have some stats for you all. So um, the statistics in the overall like series between the Celtics and the Bucks and field goal percentages. Boston was 31.2%. Milwaukee was 44.7%. That's like a big jump. Was Boston not hitting their shots? Like, were they missing? Like, were they taking bad shots? Oh, most definitely. You can credit that to uh, Mr. Kyrie Irving. Um, So, he was just chunking up shots. Like, he wasn't even playing a part of the team. Like, he wasn't even part of the team. He was just chunking up shots. Like, what are you doing? I actually watched and saw that whole game. It was ridiculous. I guess he, I guess he had the mentality of like a shooter shoots, and so eventually it's it's going to start falling. But you can't always have that mentality. You have to still play team ball. And in actuality, both teams weren't shooting that well. It just so happens that um the Bucks are the better team. But yeah, Kyrie, Kyrie um, I, 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 he's leaving. Okay, bottom line. You think so? He's leaving. Yes, he's leaving. He was playing like it was his last. He's not staying. I don't the way know. He played, no, the way he played, he did not want this. He he didn't want it. Are you sure? I'm sure. Okay, we gonna see. Kyrie was 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 not on his A game at all. We gonna see, Victoria. We are going to see. You think he'll stay? Um, here's the thing. I will say this. I'm not saying that he will stay, but I'm not sure where he will go. The question that people are posing is that because he is going to be a free agent at the end of, like he is in free agency at the end of this season, is he going to go to where LeBron is? Or does Kyrie want to be on a team like where he's the lead player? Oh, Kyrie is, is definitely not, in my eyes, Kyrie is not a leader. Kyrie is more of like a second player. What? Yes. I'm telling the truth. Listen, that's your opinion. Yes. Kyrie, Kyrie is not. You see, you already saw it. He was a better second player when he was playing with LeBron on the Cleveland Cavaliers. He goes to the Celtics and he's a leader. No, he's not a leader. I'm telling you, he's not a leader. I mean, Listen, the Celtics were really good all season. They played a team that wanted it more, and this team was better in this series. Play the team who outplayed them. That's the bottom line. Okay, they the the team can outplay them, but was Kyrie a leader? Is was, was Kyrie? Did you see him being a leader on that team? No, exactly. That's what I'm saying. But that's my question. My question is, um, do you think that he wants to go to a team and be a second player? 
or does does he want to go to a team um, where he is the leader? So I don't think he's going to want to go to where LeBron is because like he's done that already. But he's been a he's been a quote unquote leader already. So and and how did they work? He 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 only won one championship when he was the second player. So and. He already spoke with LeBron and was like, oh, he understands what it's like to be a leader and it's not all cookies and cream. So, you know, maybe he's not just, he's not fit for that role, honestly. I think Kyrie is fit to be a leader. Um, I think he still has some growing to do Um, because, like, he was just chunking up shots, like you said. Like, I don't think he was, I don't think he was strategic in the shots he was making. He wasn't passing. Like he should have. Which could have hurt them. I'm not saying that he's the reason they lost. I'm not saying it at all. True. He's part of it, yes. It's a collective effort. Yeah, it was very collective. Collective all around. Like the but, but like the the other the other players, like the shots were just not falling in at all. This wasn't their series. This was listen. <laughs> this wasn't their series. A better team beat them. Right. That's just the bottom line. Yes. So so back to these overall stats, I gave y'all a field goal percentage. As far as the three-point percentage between the Bucks and the Celtics, Boston in three-point percentage was, was 17%. Woo! Seven out of 39. <laughs> Milwaukee was 31.9%. That's a jump in its own. So not only were they taking bad shots, I feel like they were just chunking up threes all over and were missing. They were. I told you it was, the shots were not falling in at all. You cannot just be out here like, all right, three balling it and just shooting. No. If, no, that does not work. Yeah, Gordon Hayward, you know, he's known for that three-point line. He it, it wasn't falling for him. Like Okay, Gordon Hayward, um, do, um, do you think he's still getting back to being adjusted from his injury in the – I feel like it. That, that was a rough injury. So I do feel like yeah. I would give him a little bit yeah. of a pass because that was a rough injury. So I do feel like he's still trying to adjust. Because I was definitely going to ask, like, yes. was he even present? I don't think I'm just saying like, but I understand like that the injury that he had was a really horrible injury. So I will give a slight pass yeah. for that. Just, just to say, because I think he's still trying to get back, you know, a custom mm-hmm. and these are not excuses. I'm, I'm not saying if I'm not saying if Gordon Harrod was a custom, if they were getting a shots in that the, that the Celtics would have won because the way the Bucks were playing, Hey, this was their series from the start, and they wanted it more, and it showed. It was evident. They wanted it. I agree. And you can tell sometimes on the court, like, the Celtics just didn't look – they didn't look like they were playing as a team, and that's an issue. That's a problem. They weren't. That's what I'm saying. Kyrie just looked like he was just balling out there, like he was just playing like regular. He was He was playing by himself. It's Kyrie. Yeah, pretty much. It's Kyrie. Day. <laughs> okay. So, in game five – I'm listening. This is game five. It's the game they lost to end the series. Um, Kyrie played 33 minutes, had 15 points, shot six for 21, and he had one out of seven threes, um, zero rebounds, on one assist, and two steals. One assist. He wasn't passing, I'm telling you. Like, Ugh. you have to pass the ball. It's a team sport. I know. You have four other players on the court with you on your team, pass the ball. You have to pass the ball. Don't be a ball hog. That's not fun. Tatum had 15 points, and Jalen Brown had 12 points, and I believe that Al Horford had nine. Yes. Yeah, those really aren't good stats, peeps. That's just my personal opinion. 
Um, in game five, Giannis played 31 minutes, had 20 points, eight rebounds, eight assists, and two steals. Chris Middleton had 19 points, Jeez. and Eric Bledsoe had 18 points. Listen, the Bucks just played better. That's the bottom line. They did, but like I said, both teams are kind of like, eh. But, you know, Milwaukee edged, edged them out, so... They edged them out. They edged them out. They won 116 to 91. It wasn't even a close game. Toward the yeah, toward the, like the whole series or the whole game, it wasn't really that close. So, but by like the, the end of the fourth quarter, they the Celtics just gave up. They did. I feel I feel like they gave up the entire game because they weren't winning. Like, <laughs> like it's one thing to like when you play a series, like it's okay if you win like the second game. They lost the next four in a row. The next four, it felt like they wasn't prepared. It it felt like they they were not having fun. It felt like they didn't want it. It showed in the way they played, in their enthusiasm, in the in the lack of aggression they showed, yeah. in the shots they were taking. It showed in y'all lost the series. Bucks moving on, y'all going home. All right, so we got the Raptors and the Seventy Sixers. Is this in the? Still in the Eastern. And they are currently tied 3-3. The series is 3-3, so they will be playing a game seven. Um, I'm still sticking with my prediction. I'm hoping for a Raptors win. I forgot who I wanted to win. I think it was the 76ers. Are you sure? I think I think so. I think it was the 76ers that I'm hoping. Victoria, I feel like you're floppy. Did I say the Raptors? Yes, you did. Yes. Oh, I did, didn't I? Didn't I? <laughs> Well, are you changing your prediction? Ah, uh, wow. Um, you know I'm gonna go with the Raptors. Uh, you don't seem confident in your. I don't know. I'm not actually. I'm not because fifth. Uh, Jimmy Butler was a. That was a good game for him. That that was a good game. He had 25 points, 35 minutes. Uh, that was a good game for him. So, I don't know. Maybe he's feeling it. Maybe, you know, the team may come out and win this game seven. I don't know. I'm going to need this series to hurry up, though. Uh, I feel like they've been playing for, like, <laughs> forever. I feel like they have been playing forever. I, yes. <laughs> I don't know why. I just feel like they've been playing for, like, months. Like, I, ugh. But, yeah, I'll, I'll – you know what? Let me change my mind. I'm going, I'm going with the 76ers. I feel like, I feel like this win might – Get them that momentum to win game seven. So game seven is back in Toronto. I don't know. I just feel like it's going to be a Raptors win, but that's just my prediction. Okay. Um, however, the Raptors in this series, they have had games where I feel like um, they didn't show up. Okay. Or I feel like Kawhi didn't have the help that he needed. And I say that because I have some stats for you all, my my awesome listeners, on Kyle Lowry. Now, Mm -hmm. I mentioned in the last episode how I felt that, like, Kyle Lowry did not show up in Game 3, and he did not. Um, So, in Game 3 of the series between the Raptors and and the 76ers, Kyle Lowry's on field goal percentage was 20%. Were you sleep on the court? Were you not aware of, like, I'm in a playoff series, there's a game going on? What was going on in your head? What? <laughs> um, but in games four, five, and six, he picked it up. Game four, his field goal percentage was 42.6%. Game five, his field goal percentage was uh, 
That was his best game yet in this series. And then in game six, his field goal percentage was on 45.5%. So I'm not going to say he hasn't showed up. I'm just going to say that game three was maybe an off day. And I get it. Like, like sometimes you're tired, you you out of energy, and so you have a bad game. However, I will say when you have a bad game, the other team can capitalize, and that's why we have an even series, and that's why we're going to step um, onto a game set. All right. So their game is tomorrow, Sunday on Mother's Day, along with uh, the Trailblazers and the Nuggets. Their game is tomorrow on Mother's Day. So you're, you're, you're on Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> And these different nuggets. Um, I still don't have a prediction because I feel like both teams are great. Yes. But I'm still going with the Blazers, you know. I'm still going with the Blazers. Uh, as much as I don't want to go with the Blazers, I'm going to go with the Blazers. <laughs> I, That's I continue right. to say it. Um, dang time is a real thing. Um, CJ McCollum. It is. They want it. It is. So listen, it's a real thing. They may just pull this off. It's going to be exciting. They won game six. The Portland Trailblazers did win game six. So um, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be an exciting series. I mean, it's going to be an exciting game. I'm excited to see who's going to win out of the West and who's who's going to be playing the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, that should be a good one. And then uh, we got to talk about, we got to talk about your <laughs> Warriors. <laughs> against the Rockets. Well, let me give you some stats, however, like from the Trailblazers and Nuggets so far, okay? Okay. Because it's been really close. Like, even though it's a tie series and they're going to a game seven, pretty fairly close in like, in like you know, like statistics. So in field goal percentages, um, Portland, um, so far in the series, and it's just been six games, they are at um, 46.1%. Denver is at 38.4%. And three points, um, Portland um, is at 45.5%. Denver is at 37.5. And in free throw percentages, because free throws are important when you are down to the wire. If you do not make your free throws, you can and you will lose the game. Okay? True. <laughs> um, Portland is at 73.3% and Denver is at 93.8%. So Denver is hitting their free throws and Portland is not. Okay, well, they, they compensated for in other areas. That's fine. Uh, I guess. Yes. <laughs> But, but when you're down to the wire and it's like, you know, 20 seconds left in the fourth and Portland fouls a Denver Nuggets player and Denver Nuggets make their free throws, you tied up. Listen, make your free throws. That's all I'm saying. Make your free throws. Oh, you're right. I'm not arguing that. I'm not. But, you know, if you can make it up in other areas, that's fine. You know. Uh, I guess. Whatever. We can't shoot them all. So... <laughs> Yes, I mean, I guess I, I, guess I, I get that. Okay, whatever. All right, so we got to talk about your your Warriors and the Rockets. Okay, so these Golden State Warriors and these Houston Rockets. The Golden State Warriors, as we, as we have previously stated before, have been inconsistent, okay? Okay. So in this series against the Houston Rockets, the Golden State Warriors uh, won the first two games at home. The Houston Rockets won. Um, they won the next two games at home. The Warriors won the last two because they did win the series. They beat out Houston in game six on Houston's home court. Um, let me go and talk to you guys about game five. So game five took place Wednesday at Golden State. Game five gave me 
a panic attack. Um, the game was a really good game. The game was really close. I think when games are close, it lets you know that like both teams are playing at their best. Both teams want to win really bad. Um, but towards the end of the third quarter, Kevin Durant went up for a jumper. He came back down and was kind of limping. And at first, we we all thought it was like a a torn Achilles. Um, it was not. He actually has a mild um calf strain. Um. Listen, that's Bay. Almost died. <laughs> you, you was freaking out. I was having a panic attack. Listen, it's horrible for any player to get injured while doing something they love. That's horrible for anybody. I don't care what team you're on, what sport you play. You don't want to see players get injured, especially not doing a series like this because, like, you want to play against the best. So for him to be hurt, true, it was like, Dang, now what? And so I say that because when he got injured, it instantly went in my mind of, well, the Rockets finna be, they finna win because, like, I'm going to stay without KD. Um, Steph, shots ain't falling. This series finna be over. But, I mean, the Warriors in previous years have played without KD. They have. Listen, the Warriors won a championship without Kevin Durant in 2015. In 2016, they were 73 and nine without Kevin Durant. I'm not saying the Warriors cannot. I'm not saying the Warriors cannot win without KD. But what I'm saying is that um, KD made them unbeatable in a sense. True. In a sense, I'm not saying like even with KD that they are not like beatable. But he made it harder for teams to beat them because like like have you seen his turnaround jumper? Like it's amazing. Bloaters, his pull up three, it's Kevin Durant. Like. And I'm not even being biased. Like, he is one of the greatest players I've seen. He is. I'm no, I'm not disputing that. But, I mean, it turns out in game six that they were able to come out and beat the Houston Rockets. And people were saying, were making excuses for the Rockets, saying, oh, like, you know, because Chris Paul was out last uh, season. And um, they felt like if, you know, if he played, if right. he was on, you know, the team this year, then they would win. They would end up beating the Warriors. Uh, no. You had Chris Paul, and you still can't win. So they had a fully loaded team and still did not win. They didn't even win Game Five. If anything, I felt the Rockets could have capitalized on Game Five because um Kevin Durant was out the whole fourth quarter. They didn't even win that game. As far as Game Six goes, Game Six was back in Houston. And so the first half of the game was really tight, was, like, really close. Steph Curry was scoreless in the first half. Clay was on fire. Steph was scoreless. They didn't have any points in the first half of the game. When the, when the second half started, the Rockets were up, I believe, by seven. I don't know what happened after that, but the game ended. Steph scored 33 points in the second half. Um... These Houston Rockets are going home. I don't know what happened with them. I honestly thought this was going to go to a game seven. It didn't. Well, looks like your team uh, outplayed them without Kevin Durant. They did. And I'm not saying they need Kevin Durant, but I'm just saying, like, Kevin Durant makes them that much better. He helps them, yeah. I still feel like he's leaving, but, you know. Don't start that. I'm just saying. This is the last dance. And sources are also saying that um, Boogie Cousins could possibly return in, you know, 
the finals if the Warriors make it to the finals. Yeah, they didn't even have they didn't even have cousins. I'm also hoping that Kevin Durant can return either either doing the Western Conference Finals and or doing the finals if they if they make it to the finals. Because it's a mild calf strain. I'm not a therapist. I'm not, I'm not a doctor. I'm not sure like what the what the healing time is for that. But um um they did say that Kevin will be evaluated next week. So we are going to keep you updated on those results and whatever like the decision may be. But congratulations to the Golden State Warriors. They are going on to the Western Conference Finals. And we have to wait and see if they're going to either play the Denver Nuggets or victorious Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> Listen, I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, I think that it's going to be a good game. I actually saw... Um, if you all watch NBA or you watch like basketball on um on TNT, there is NBA um it's the it's the NBA on TNT and it's um it's a commentary show like after the games and doing halftime. It's hosted by Shaquille O'Neal, Charles Barkley, and two other men. I know their faces, but I, I can't think of their names. Oh, um, Kenny is one of them. Oh, and it's um it's Ernie Johnson. Um, Charles Barkley made the statement. After Wednesday's game, when Kevin Durant got injured, uh, he stated, and it, it's not verbatim, but he stated that without Kevin Durant, the Golden State Warriors are not going to win this series. Well, he also stated the Golden State Warriors are not going to win against either Portland or Denver. Well, Chuck, they beat Houston. So at this point, your statement seems kind of mute, moot. Like, there is no weight to whatever he's talking about because clearly his statement is just a statement. It's come out his butt crack. Ah, I don't take any of their statements serious. <laughs> I really don't. They're probably doing it just for, you know, controversial, but I don't. Just like Paul Pierce, like, I like, are they looking at the game? I mean, I love their commentary because, like, you know, like, three of them actually played in the league. So I love what they got to say. It's always fun. And they debate really well. But to say that without Kevin, they weren't going to win and they did come off winning, um, I want to see him eat those words. I want to see him eat those words. And Chuck eats a lot of words. And he's going to have to eat these words. I mean that. He's going to have to eat these. Let me give you guys um, some stats on the beard, James Harden. I call him baby beard because I think he's always crying, but that's just my personal opinion. Sorry. <laughs> It's just, it's just my favorite opinion. I call him Baby Beard. So, in the last four seasons, the Golden State Warriors have eliminated the Rockets. In 2015, the Rockets lost on 4-1 in the conference finals. 2016, lost 4-1 in the first round. 2018, they lost the series on 4-3 in the conference finals. And currently in this year, in 2019, as you, as we have just stated, they lost a 4-2 in the conference semis. Um, I'm not sure, like, what it is with these Houston Rockets and the Golden State Warriors, but, but everybody always goes in saying, oh, my God, the Rockets are this, the Rockets are that, and the Rockets are a great team. But for some reason, they can't get over this hump. I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's the... Maybe it's the coaching as well, you know. Uh, maybe he focuses too much on off. No, maybe he focuses too much. Focuses too much on offense. Nah, they have an excellent coach. Which is, you know, 
offense doesn't always win games. Just saying. So you think that he's too focused on offense and and not enough defense? Yes. Listen, I, listen, I'm all about the defense. I've told y'all if you get your shots on one end, make sure you defend at the other. Exactly. I mean, As you can see in how they play, you have to defend. If you are not playing defense, like what are you out here for? What's your goal? What are you trying to accomplish? Um, so while we're on the Golden State Warriors, um, Stephen Curry, his wife, Aisha Curry, was she spoke this week, I believe. Well, this week the interview came out where her, her mom, I, well, it was her, her mother in law, her sister in law, and then her soon to be sister in law, they were on the Red Table Talk. And Aisha made a comment of, I don't get the male attention. She she also stated, I'm not looking for the male attention. However, it makes me feel insecure when I see that Steph gets it. And you're like, you know, for anybody, whether you're married, single, or whatever, if people are hitting on you, it boosts your confidence. And so in the way that she made the statement, she stated I feel insecure because I don't get that. I'm not saying I want it, but I, I want to still feel like, you know, I still got it. And people are forgetting, well, I think the people who, um, the folks that had a hissy fit about her statement, I don't even believe they even watched the entire interview. True. Because if they watched the entire interview, Jada immediately said after her, I felt the exact same way. If you did not watch the interview, you would not know that Jada stated, I have felt the same way. So while everybody is in an uproar about what about what Aisha said, what she said was nothing wrong. She was putting out there to the world her insecurities. We, we all have them. Deal with it. She's dealing with it. They didn't. They only saw the clips. You know and if you think for one second that she went on this show like talking about male attention and she didn't have this conversation like with her husband, you're stupid. Not her. Right, I'm pretty sure she, her and Steph already talked about this. But the main people are like men who are like having an uproar on what she said. And like, these are the same men, most likely, that are cheating on their wives or girlfriends because they're not getting attention. So same stop way. it. I had no problem with what she said. Like, I watched the entire interview. True. And that's how she, and I, I'm sure most of these females out here feel the same way, you know, and how she's feeling, feeling insecure that they're not getting attention. So she's just sharing it with, you know, so I just got a, got a, got a report, got a report. Um, that, that, which, which is, which may be the reason why the Rockets lost, but you know, so apparently Chris Paul, this is, this is already an excuse. I feel it. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, so reportedly Chris Paul denied Stephen Curry practice time before game six. Um, I saw a video about that. That that was whack. That if that's true, that's whack. Super whack. So, so you gonna, so you, you, you mad? Either way, even if Stephen Curry practiced on your court or not, y'all gonna lose. It don't matter where he practiced or if he didn't practice, he gonna lock y'all down. Mm-hmm. I mean, he almost didn't. I'm just saying that you have to be part. a prolific shooter to go scoreless in the first half, and then in the second half to just drop like 33 points like it's nothing. You are some type of player. You are some. Type of player, sir. Some type of player. 
that's like uh how much in like a whole game yeah you are some type of player i'm here for it all i hope they go <laughs> i want them to three p but that's just me i'm a fan of the team i do too like i said this is last last dance i do too there you go again being a hater so there it's you go there you go <laughs> There you go. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not a hater. It's just the truth. <laughs> Listen, we're just saying. We are not doing this every week. <laughs> we are not discussing this being a last dance every week. Uh, I don't feel that. Hey. I don't feel that. I'm not going to stand by that. Oh, I'm not fine. standing for that. I'm not standing for that. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so the Warriors get the chill until, you know, tomorrow, you know, until. The Trailblazers beat the Nuggets, you know. So they get the chill, you know. Find out who they went, who they uh playing against. So uh we got that coming up. Like whoever they play against is going to be a great series. It's going to be a tough series. Who like whoever they play, and I'm yeah, looking, I'm looking forward to it. So Man, if it's the Warriors, if, if it's the Warriors and the Trailblazers, like I think it's gonna be. Man, Dame and stuff, and then and then you got two brothers playing in the same series. That would be so dope. If it's going to be the Warriors and the Trailblazers, it's going seven games. Dude, you got brother going against a brother. I wonder if they're going to guard each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like how does that work? And Seth, in his own right, is a great shooter. Yeah, he's been playing pretty good. So it's going to be a dope series. I wonder what their, I wonder like who their parents are going to root for. Like, who you rooting for, Mom? Oh, that, oh <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe the little brother Seth, because you know Steph won already. So you know, you know. <laughs> um. Okay. Can we discuss? Listen. So last week we gave you all a little bit of breaking news of how it was coming out that like Tyron Lue was going to be the next head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. This week, news broke that Tyron Lue bailed out of that deal. The Lakers offered him a deal of being the head coach for three years at $18 million. According to sources, Tyron Lue wanted a deal of five years, and he wanted a salary which fit his championship resume. Um, I guess. Um, you got one championship. Granted, you earned it. You got it. But you only have the one. But then again, you have a championship. And you are bringing that experience to this team. But then again, you're bringing that experience to a, a franchise that has won plenty of championships. So I'm not sure if him billing out of that deal was a great decision. I think I think LeBron really wanted him to be the next head coach. But it, it didn't happen. However... News did break today, however. Okay. On today is Saturday, May 11th. News broke today that Frank Vogel has agreed to become the um, Lakers' new head coach, and Jason Kidd um, will be joining the staff as an assistant coach. Frank Vogel was previously the head coach for the Orlando Magic and also the Indiana Pacers. Your thoughts, Victoria? On him joining the coaching, um, well, on um, all of it, on all of it, like the Tyron Lou and then Frank. Well, I don't know if Tyron Lou would be a good fit, uh, which I mentioned before. I don't think he would have been a good fit. Um, Frank Vogel. Um, 
you know, he's taking his teams to what, you know, to the to the finals, right? He's he's taking his teams to the finals. So, um I don't know. Well, what most people are concerned about is LeBron cuz it's LeBron. So, I don't know if he's going to stay. Where he going? Wait, where's he going? I don't know. I don't, I don't he going? know how this going to work. I don't know. But I don't know if he's going to stay or not. So, I don't see why he wouldn't stay. He made he made this trade. This was a big trade for him because he's he's almost close. I'm I'm not saying he's retiring like today, but he's he's close to the end yeah. of his career. He want he's that's why he made this decision. That's why he came to LA. Eh, but so why would you stay? Why would you stay? Like I don't feel like why you he's say? not. I don't know. I I can't really say yet on how uh how the team is going to be with Frank Vogel being the head coach and uh, Jason Kidd being the assistant. I can't speak on that right now. Um, uh-huh. Let's wait till next season, play a few games, and um, then I'll tell you. But I can't tell you that right now. So so after the news broke of Tyron Lue not taking the deal to be the next head coach, Laker fans in L.A., I guess, were, were trying to protest and they were upset. So it was a video going around of they came out in the tens. It was it was about ten people. Well, oh wow, what a protest! I guess they came out in the tens in like the ten people who was there, and it was it's a young man on the video, and they're upset because um um he said or well, during my dad's time my dad had magic my older brother had Kobe I have LeBron and what has LeBron brought to my city and to my team first of all that's a complete load of crap lebron has only been there one season if you are looking for any change to be made it's not going to be made in a season he is a veteran player joining a team that is still new with like young players they have to learn to adapt and play together any changes um you think lebron was going to make those changes are not going to be made instantaneously it takes time. It takes time to build a caliber team. It does not happen like that. So for them to be out there protesting, talking about like, here are the keys that's going to fix the Lakers, okay. all the ball brothers. No, no. Oh, really? <laughs> a dude on the video had a sign that said, here are the keys that are going to fix the Lakers. And he was, he, he listed the last three ball brothers. Listen, we no, thank you. We don't need any more ball players, okay? We don't need any more. <laughs> <I'm> done. <laughs> Lonzo was enough. They made a fuss about Lonzo, and you know, no, I'm not we're really good on that. Anymore. Well, I don't know. I feel like uh, how they handled how the Lakers organization handled the situation was not good. Um, so I can I I understand the fans' frustration, but. That was unnecessary. Like they'll handle it. But. I get the frustration. I get that you want um you want like great decisions to be made because you are a fan. You purchase tickets. I get it. But to be out there protesting about a player who's only been there one season, he's been there one season. It takes time. You have to give it time. It's not gonna happen over it's not gonna happen the it's it's not gonna happen the first season he's he steps on this court. True. That's ridiculous and for you to even think that what's your problem 
No. Um. Okay, Victoria, before we close out, I'm going to hit you with some hypotheticals, okay? All right. Okay, so we know in the East, the Milwaukee Bucks are going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, You are rooting for the 76ers, am I correct? I am. Between that series, um, who do you think is going to win and how many games? Between the Bucks and the 76ers, I'm going to go with... Whew, I'm going to go with the Bucks, And I think it's going to be, uh, I'll say seven games. Okay, I'm going to go Bucks raptors and I'm going to say seven. There's, I just okay. I feel like the Raptors okay. are gonna pull off a win, but that's just me. Um, in the E, in the West, I'm sorry, in the West, we already know the the Golden State Warriors are going to the Western Conference Finals between the Trailblazers and the Nuggets. Who do you? Well, you're taking your your pulling Trailblazers. Sure. So between Golden State and the Trailblazers, I'm gonna go with you know the Warriors just cause you know they're the better team, and I think it's gonna go five games. Five. Yeah. Oh my God. You. Yeah. It's wow. the Warriors, man. Listen, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Listen, I'm. That, listen. That's your team, right? You ain't got no faith. What? It's not even. It's not even that. I'm a realist. Yeah, I am a realist. Okay, that's cool. I am too. But just it's, it's right there. Like it's in. It's, it's it's Warriors gonna win. Okay. So as much as I want the Nuggets to win this series, I am gonna go Portland Trailblazers. And I'm gonna I'm gonna at least get him six games. I'm gonna go six games, and I, and I think the Warriors are gonna win it. Um, okay. Listen, to say five games, mm, I don't think so. Portland is hungry. Okay. Portland is very hungry. They are hungry. Yeah. Okay, they're hungry. They want this. But I am gonna go um, Warriors in six. I'm, okay. Yeah, I believe it. If the Warriors win the Western Conference Finals, and then the Bucks win the Eastern Conference Finals. This is gonna be the matchup. Um, Warriors Bucks is it's gonna be a good one. If that if that's the matchup. I'm I'm not saying it is, I'm just saying if that's the matchup, it's gonna be great uh, for NBA finals. And I'm excited about that. Um, because the season is almost coming to a close, if you still want to enjoy basketball, the um WNBA season is approaching. Okay. So be on the lookout for that. All right. And we do support the WNBA because they are ballers as well. Yes. The WNBA season tips off May 24th. So that's in two weeks. So be on the lookout. Of course. Ball better than some of these uh, NBA players. <laughs> you know, just saying. Oh, so how do you feel about, so the NBA commissioner uh, would like to have female coaches and refs. What do you feel about that? So here's my thing. I don't like the way he said he wants to be like, it's going to be like 50-50. Pick the best people for the job. It, it doesn't matter if they're male or female. Pick the best person for the job. You know, I've seen a lot of um, comments from men. It's just been super disrespectful. You know, men, men, men always dis- men disrespect always. women. It's just, we're just... The most disrespected species so men are like uh, i've seen comments that were saying like uh women should just coach or coach or ref the WNBA. WNBA, that's what it's for no that's and uh they're like women can't make good decisions you know that part i'm just yeah, like the... really um so here's the thing i i like his enthusiasm adam silver but my issue was it doesn't have to be 50 50 if you're going to pick people to be coaches or be referees, pick the best person for the job. If the best person for the job is a female coach, pick that coach. If the best person for a job to be a ref and that ref is either a male or a female, 
pick that man or pick that female. It doesn't matter what their gender is, as long as they are good at their job and they are the best at their job. So that's just my personal opinion on it. Um, just pick the best True. person for the I job. Agree. I don't care if they are a woman or if they are a man. Pick the best person for the job. Well, this is the end. This was really a good episode. We talked about some 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 really good stuff. A lot going on. Yeah, it's a lot going on. So be on the lookout, you guys, for. The 76ers Raptors to see who wins that series and also the Portland Trailblazers and the Denver Nuggets to see who wins that series to see who is going to go on to the West to play the Warriors. Yes, on Mama's Day. And the East to play the Milwaukee Bucks. Also, be on the lookout for the St. Louis Blues as they are in the Western Conference Finals currently playing the San Jose Sharks. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Go Blues. As always, I am Brie Nicole. And I am Vicky D. Peace. Peace out.